we never had a what's the step two. The first step was just put it out there. Okay, yeah. And the fine. step two was what? What was get the step two? Get, get it done. It, get it done. That's actually the most important step. <laughs> get it done. We missed the most important step in business and side hustles and family and relationships. Come correct or don't come at all. This is the Hard Zog Hustle Podcast. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we're talking about the hustle, strategy, and mindset you need to win in the areas of your finance, your purpose, and your future. You know what I'm saying? If you have heart and you want to learn how to activate the power of your hustle, then this is the podcast. For you, baby. For you, baby. Congratulations. And now, your hosts, Anthony and Janilka Hartzog. This is how it should be done. Get it. We are back with another episode. I'm trying to figure out. With another episode of. uh, Another episode of Hartzog Hustle Podcast. Someone's a little giggly today. Yeah. I'm excited. Having a good day. That's good. Some extra sleep. Excited. What happened? What caused you? Well, before we get started, before we get started. Appreciate you guys being here as always. If you are new here, number one, want to thank you for showing up. If you are a returning listener or watcher, we appreciate you as well. And I don't know if you got the review of the week, but if you don't, that's totally fine. Don't worry about it. Ooh. We appreciate you guys being here. <laughs> and if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. It helps us reach more people, helps us get more ratings, and it helps us get more impact, which is the most important thing. Um, our podcast is about nine to fivers. If you're looking to create more impact, in, influence, or income, we are the right people to speak to about that. Here we go. I love that. So you that said you good. got more sleep. What happened? What was going on? I got more sleep because Alani woke up in the middle of the night and um, then she went back to sleep. But then I was, I, once the nanny came, I'm like, I need more. That's it. I had to. Nothing wrong with that. And you got out the bed. You was like, it's about, what was time? I think it was like nine o'clock. I'm like, yeah. child. Time to get started. But I don't know the last time I slept this late. So, but I'm happy we're here. We're recording, ready to show up. What's been going on? So I'm going to talk to you guys. I got this uh, I got this minor surgery done on my back. Mm-hmm. But there was a lesson here that I realized. And about you, the minor surgery? Yeah. Would you call it surgery? Yes. You mm-hmm. go under. The, anytime you go under your surgery. Okay. So I got this surgery on my back. Okay. And this is a lesson for anyone that for, in business, entrepreneurship, relationships, or life, or whatever. When you wait to fix a problem, it always becomes worse. Ooh, bomb drop. <laughs> no bombs yet. <laughs> when you wait to fix a problem, it always becomes worse. So I had a herniated disc eight, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And the option was physical therapy. The option was doing a surgery or the option was kind of dealing with it. So you did physical therapy. I did physical therapy for a while. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know, herniated discs, sometimes they could come back and never just leaves you. So I've always had this nagging pain in my back. And it always got worse over time, but it always went away. So it was never a big deal. Mm-hmm. I just let it go. I let it linger. And this time it came around. I let it linger. It started getting worse and worse. I went to the, I went to the doctor and he was like, all right, I see, it, I see it's getting worse. If it gets to that point where it's unbearable, come see me immediately. Mm-hmm. And then we had to travel. We were going all over the world. And I never, and now I'm sitting in seats on airlines for eight hours a day a day each way and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it got worse and worse to the point where I had to get off a flight immediately. As soon as I got off the flight, I had to lay on the floor and do like a, Stretches. a downward dog, well, upward dog the position in the middle. Cause I took some videos of that. Oh, maybe we could. You got a video of that? Advance? Yeah. I got videos. So of I'm doing a downward dog on, and you can watch the audio. You can watch the video on YouTube. If we do do that edit, <laughs> but 
I'm doing a downward dog on in the airport, the dirty airport for people are watching me. This little lady's like, this guy's stretching in it. He's working out in the middle of the airport. I'm like, is that me? She's talking about me. Anyway, my business. So soon <laughs> as I got back, the skir- the surgery was scheduled, and they they did the minor incision. They put me to sleep, and I feel almost like a hundred percent. But it's going to get worse. He said, if this does not get better after this surgery, you after this minor surgery, you might have to do a larger one. Mm-hmm. So letting little problems linger on in your personal life, on your business can always and will always lead to bigger problems down the line. That's the gym. That's the lesson of the week. And uh, the other lesson was <laughs> when I was signing the paperwork, the, the, the surgery was $3,000 insurance covered. We had to pay 10% of that. But I noticed the the person who referred me to the location to get the surgery, he's also an owner of that location. I was location. saying, how is he an owner? Because it has the hospital's name on it. So it's very confusing how he's the owner. But Could be a private Tony house, was saying, hospital. No, it was uh, Texas Bayview Health, I thought. No idea, but he is an owner. I got the name here. I don't want, I don't want to put it out there. Oh, no, it's but, not in their frame. <laughs> but it was, he was the owner of it. I was like, that's, a, that's also another that's gem right there, too. <laughs> he's referring you to surgery that you're paying $3,000 for, and he's getting a huge percentage of that because he's an owner of it. So um, those are just some life lessons from this past week. What's your thoughts on that? I thought it was good. I thought it was a good gem. You... you um Took something out of uh, not a negative experience, but you made something positive out of that. So that was great. Outside I know I've been bothering you with this whole back thing. Like, I don't want to hear about this back thing ever again. Do so. something about it. If that means surgery, nobody wants to go under. Nobody wants to have surgery, especially for fragile areas like back, knee, neck, those type of things. But if that's going to help you live a better life, then that's what we got to do. But even so, does, I mean, surgery is never 100%. The goal would be to. And then how are you going to pick up a line? Yeah, exactly. So I'd be, he's like, you'd be down for another six to eight weeks. Yeah. So it's like, you well, would die from not being at the gym. This is like, all right, I got to be at the gym for a week now. So and you can't sit in the chair and do work either, probably. I could lay on my bed, I guess. So <laughs> that's the gym. Don't let little problems linger on because they always become bigger problems. So take care of your, take care of your back when you need to take care of your back. Appreciate it. Um, what else has been going on in our lives? Uh, this month of August is chaotic, the most chaotic we've ever had. And putting a baby involved in that makes it a bit more chaotic. Wow. Uh, we will be traveling four times in this month. We've got down two times already, two more to go, two more places to go. Um, and one of them will be traveling by ourselves. So that means Alani won't be coming with us. Maybe that will be a full vacation. We shall see. Um, but we just got back from New York. Alani got christened in New York at the church that we got married at. Word. That was dope. And um, in true family fashion, I think everybody has a celebration after the christening. It was a big party, and that was fun. Uh, then we did a beach day with family. So we've just been going, 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 but still showing up. Okay? Still showing up here. Um, Before you get to your next point, uh-huh. the gem that I also got from the christening what? was... It was one thing my aunt said. She was like, because uh, Joe guys a big family, if you guys didn't know, and they always show up. Mm-hmm. And my aunt came, and she was like one of my only family members that came to the actual um, event that we had yeah. for Alani. Mm-hmm. And she was like, listen, Tony, like you got your own family. You grew up in this family. You did what you could. And you just got to... You just got to appreciate the family that you do have now, the family that you brought together, because we're all born into a family, mm-hmm. right? We're all, all born, born into a family, but the family that you get to create, that's the family that you want to nurture, that's the family you want to 
you want to spend the most time with. That's a family you want to provide for because that's a family you created. Mm-hmm. That's a family you're responsible. She's like, you're no longer responsible for the family that you were born into. You got to focus on the family that you're responsible for now. So that was a gem from my own. I thought that was super, that was super helpful for me to kind of get to this next mental stage in my life. Okay. All right. So we are here, you know, like you said, we talk about all things, but this one is, what is, what is the phrase that we said? Done is better than perfect. perfect. Done is better than perfect. And I feel like we've probably said this in other episodes before, but we can always reiterate it. And what triggered this was, once again, we always watch Housewives, as we say. One of our faves is Atlanta Housewives. Recently, I think it was last week's episode, um, Candy and Marlo got into an argument, whatever. Marlo was being nasty, and Marlo said the comment to Candy of, uh, Oh, you're only known in Atlanta. Now, if you know who Candy is, Candy Bag Burris, she's not only no- known in Atlanta, she was part of the group Escape, Escape, it's part of the group, and she's written songs, Bills, Bills, Bills. What's the other one from TLC? They're popular one, Scrubs, whatever. She's known, and she always has a bag. So she said a comment of B, I'm worldwide. That's the comment she responded back to Marlo with, like when Marlo was saying, hey, Marlo's you're just know. a character on the show. If you Not guys. a character, child. I'm saying because people, person, that, people yeah. that watch this podcast may have no idea who the hell She's you're talking about. She's the person on the just show. Just two characters on the show. One is a multimillionaire and one is just yeah, another That character. has a bunch of businesses. Candy yeah. has a bunch of businesses. And the next day or day after, she made merch based on the phrase B, I'm worldwide. Next day, day after. It was a shirt, maybe a cup. I don't even know, but a shirt was there. Domain was live. Domain. And, of course, people are going to buy and support. Now, there's another character on the show named Sheree. And she's been on the show, off the show, on the show, off the show. And she's supposed to be launching a clothing line. She by Sheree. And it's been literally probably 10 years for her to launch this clothing line. Since it's been mentioned on the show. Since it's been mentioned on the show. Even Andy... Uh, one of the owners of the show asked her in a reunion, when is it launching? She said September. This was years ago. And we say this just to say, Sheree has been launching this clothing line for 10 years. Candy came and got something, her phrase, she said a phrase, and in two days, she launched merchandise. Yes, of course, one may say, well, it's just a shirt, it's just a cup. You can come up with that excuse if you want. Mm-hmm. But... Clothing lines, there's drop shipping, there's so many other ways. Sheree, I mean, we would assume she has the money, has the money and resources to get this business up and running, but she still hasn't. And so that's what brought us to done is better than perfect. Because at this point, I think that she's wanting, now she feels like she's Sheree, feels like she's under pressure to make it perfect because she's been talking about it for so long. And she's like, once I show up and show people, it has to be the level of Gucci because I've been talking about for 10 years. So there's mm-hmm. no excuse, which <laughs> to an extent I kind of agree, but done is better than perfect. And we talk and about how this. Has, yeah. And we talk about this all our time, all the time. So I want to even go back to our beginning stages. Like we, when, we, when we start telling our story about our, um, you got two different stories. You got the debt free story and you got the cleaning business story. So mm-hmm. with the cleaning business story, we talk about how we launched it in four weeks now, was those four weeks absolutely necessary? Necessary? Probably not. We could have probably done it in two weeks. But we said we're going to give ourselves a four-week timeline. We got it done in those four weeks. Um, and we spent a lot of time focusing on the little things that didn't matter. So the colors, the naming, the branding, this, that, and the third. A lot of things that didn't matter in the five-year mark of this business that no one actually says, oh, my God, your colors are amazing. Right. Oh, my God, your <laughs> name is amazing. 
like we just but when you first start when you don't have something you kind of want to it's your baby mm-hmm. so you this 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 clothing life for her it started off as maybe something she was going to do and then it became a part of her identity yeah that's how you know her yeah so now yeah. she probably has not even just done as better than perfect she probably has a um i would say a identity complex around this brand because she's never released it <laughs> So now she she thinks she's doing she thinks she's actually trying to perfect it, but she's actually um, procrastinating on it. But yeah. at this point, so she's so even with us like the cleaning business, we say all the time to our students like just do it, put it out there, and fix it as you go along. Yeah, it can always get better. Your first product doesn't have to be your last product, and it won't be. And generally, it won't be. it won't be if you continue with the business. Generally, it won't be. Yeah, and that's something that we speak about in our course commercial break. <laughs> We have a seven-figure cleaning business. We teach you how to start a remote cleaning business without cleaning any homes. Yes, not a single home. You don't have to <laughs> clean any. Uh, tap into link below. We can learn how to start a six- or seven-figure cleaning business as a side hustle outside your nine-to-five to create passive income. Cleaning Business University link will be below. Yes. So like you said, in the course, we always mention, don't worry about the color. We did that. So we telling you so you don't have to do it. Um, Maybe the name to an extent. Don't worry about the design. There's so many little things that we worry about when we're starting a business that really makes no difference. Now, don't get me wrong. There may be some businesses where it does. Like if you're a graphic designer, how your logo looks, maybe it makes a difference. Like certain businesses, it does make sense. But when you really weigh it out for your business, whatever it is you're starting, does it? Do we really care the color when you're starting a daycare? I don't think so. You know what I mean? So start it and then perfect it. That's the whole thing. At least just start it. And like we said, when people come up with these excuses of check this out or do this, we're like, it's more procrastination than perfectionism. Yeah. Basically, it's more of that. And it's just unbelievable. Not unbelievable, but I'm just like, yeah, Candy's a bit more established established as a businesswoman because she has so many businesses. So it probably was easier for her to say, like, just put it out there, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, Sheree has all these resources. She has Candy as a friend, someone that can actually help her, which she has, that is frustrating that she still, like, you know, hasn't put it out. And I just think about how many of you guys are probably like that. Either if it's with the cleaning business or whatever business you want to start, that you're coming up with excuses, telling friends and family as to why you can't get started. So another thing that I'm thinking about why you said that is that she, she talked about it so much mm-hmm. that now she backed herself into a hole. Cause sometimes we get these good ideas. We get these great, we get these ideas that seem great to us mm-hmm. and we're like, Oh my God, we're going to do this grandiose thing, this huge thing that we're going to do and put it out there. And then now our friends and family are waiting for, it, and now we get scared because the expectation is so much higher than we thought it would be, mm-hmm. which is why she also said, she I got to bring yeah. the expectations she, yeah, she down. She did say that. We're so like, what? No, like the expectation has been on the floor since you started because you <laughs> never put this thing out. <laughs> we're going to hell and with this now. Exactly. So we're telling, we're telling our friends and families these ideas that we have, but the problem is that we put it out there in the atmosphere. We never had a, what's the step two? The first step was just put it out there. Okay, yeah. And the fine. step two was what? What was get the step two? Get, get it done. Get it done. That's actually the most important step. <laughs> get it done. We missed the most important step in business and side hustles and family and relationships. Like, yo, it was my one of my best friend's birthdays. It's like, yo, I was going to, this month I was going to call him. I didn't call him until a couple hours later when I could just call them when I had the idea to call him. Oh, that'd be me. I'm yeah, it's like, yo, I got the idea. Just put it out there. Just do it and let's get it over with. But instead, mm-hmm. we want to put the idea out there. We want to pump ourselves up. Y'all, I'm going to call my friend for his birthday. <laughs> like, it's going to be lit. It's gonna, nah, just, just do it. Just yeah. do it. Put everything down. Just get the idea done. It reminds me of like when you, well, I've heard people say like you procrastinate on something and it took 10 minutes. You waited 
procrastinated for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing took 10 minutes. Whatever it was, it took 10 minutes. So for those, maybe for those that are, um, that like to do, like to, they say they're perfectionists, will really, some of it, they're procrastinating. What would be a suggestion to help them out of that? Or how would you do differently? For someone yeah. that procrastinates, I am a big procrastinator. Okay. So let's put a some big, steps out there. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm a big one. For someone that does it, um, uh, the ca- uh, having a calendar or daily routine or whatever that looks like for you has been tremendously helpful for me. Okay. Because so then I one. I break it down. So if it's, let's go with packing because that's like, that's I can't stand it. We're always doing it last minute. But lately I'm like, okay, if I could just take out the shoes today. Yeah. <laughs> Shoes will come out Monday Makeup will be Wednesday And then maybe by Friday I just gotta put it all in the bag Yeah Right So breaking it down Different days And putting it on a schedule Like actually writing it on the calendar Or doing it on uh, a planner However that looks like for you That has been helpful for me When it comes to procrastination So step one is putting it down Writing it down Writing it down Writing it down I would say step two is putting a a hard deadline Yeah But the issue with the hard deadline is I'm gonna tell you as a procrastinator Is that you put the deadline and you pass the deadline and nothing happens. There's no so, um, impact. Like there's no, nothing wrong happens. It's just so, like, okay, I'm procrastinating. So again. I'll give you a step two and step three at the same time. So step two is putting you on a calendar. Okay. Have, step one is putting you on a calendar. Step two is having a hard date to complete the task. <laughs> step three is having an accountability partner or group that if I don't complete this then task, something happens. I'm going to give you a thousand dollars. Okay. Excuse me, by the way, but a thousand dollars. Yeah, burp. It was this a baby burp. <laughs> so having step three is having an accountability partner, so that if I don't complete this task by this deadline, I'm going to give you something, something that's, that's going to affect me. Yeah, that's going to affect me. Then not fifty dollars because I give you fifty dollars all day. Yeah, but maybe whatever it is for you, maybe it's a hundred. Maybe it's maybe I take you out to a nice steakhouse dinner or something like that. That's I don't a know. Big impact. So something that's going to impact you, where if I don't complete this, you're getting something out of it. And it's going to hurt me. So I'd say that would be step three. Step one, calendar. Step two, setting a hard date. Step three is accountability partner. Step four is on you. Well, then I'm going to get it done by then. I mean, I don't want to pay $1,000. I'm probably going to get it done. Um, what else can you do? Breaking it up. Maybe faking a deadline. That happens as well, like with work, at work. Like So if it's due August 15th, really tell myself it's due August 12th. Okay. That's an option. Um Writing it down really has been helpful for me. I don't know what other strategies people do. So maybe alarms. I use so alarms. Maybe, sometimes. So one thing we do really well is breaking out those larger goals into smaller steps. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, all right, we're going to release this cleaning business or this clothing brand in a month. So yeah. Well, it's like, all right, the month week is one. when the release date is, but each we week have having a task list of things you have to complete. Yeah. And each of those smaller task lists leads into that larger goal. So if you have the larger, by the larger goal is really have the clothing brand release. What does that actually mean? Does that mean the website is up and people could buy? And then by then, does does it mean a fashion show? So like breaking those goals down every single week so that you know, all right, I have to do these goals to lead to the larger one versus having that larger goal. You're never going to get there Mm -hmm. because you see such a large goal. I want to launch this business by in a month. So how the hell am I going to get this? So breaking out every single week, the smaller tasks that you have to do to get Mm -hmm. to that larger goal, obviously Mm -hmm. be something that we do very well. Yeah, like we want to make a million dollars. All right, every month we know how much you got to make, how many sales. We just had a weekly. Yeah, we just had a conversation about how to close out this year with a million dollar um, business from one from one um, product, mm-hmm. and it was all numbers. We literally said reverse, we got to do we reverse engineer it. So we mm-hmm. said we got to do twelve of this, 
And if of each of these 12 things we do, we got to get 50 of this. Each of those 50 things got to be priced at this. Do you add this onto it? So it just, it just came out to a numbers game. Mm-hmm. So breaking it down from the very end to what the starting is. Mm-hmm. So I would mm-hmm. say that would be step number five, breaking, breaking that larger goal down to smaller chunks. Right. Yeah. So done is better than perfect. I mean, put it out there. And I think as someone that I, I, I would say that it's probably easier for us to say this because we've started and or done multiple businesses so for someone that is just starting out, I just always reference kind of like you can't compare my chapter one to your chapter 20 because a lot of people that are just starting out, they're like, well, let's use people. Some of our students that are, you know, look at our website and stuff. I'm like, well, we're five years in. Mm-hmm. If you want to see what it looks like um, year one, you know what I mean? Like it didn't look this way. Same thing with the Target, with the Macy's, with a Disney World. They didn't start out the Amazon. way they are now. Amazon. Apple, all of them, they just started the way they are now. Like you said, you can revamp. You put out the product, you put out whatever it is, and you change it. There's yeah, no one stopping you from changing it. Feedback, more market market research, things like that. There's no one stopping you from changing it. So done is better than perfect. So another thing that I had thought about while you were just mentioning those those big different brands. those big brands is that like Steve Jobs talked about this all the time, was like he thought when you think about the phone that it was previously to iPhone, it sounded crazy. Yeah. You had the, you had like the, the dial watches. and, and he was like, when you think about the phone previously to the iPhone, even the iPhone was such a, it was such a big hit, but the problem was people weren't, a, people didn't understand it. It was like, how can I have a phone without, like we had the Blackberry, we had the sidekick, all of our phones had dials and it had buttons and mm-hmm. he how was, can I not press? he was like, there was a hard, it was a hard change so? to get people over to a phone that didn't have buttons on it. <laughs> and now people would be like, what? Now you have your I phone. I don't want a button. <laughs> yes. Now you, but he was thinking, he was thinking like long-term visions. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to change this industry to this. And then we'll worry about the iterations of that as we get there. People will follow along. Exactly. And Tim Cook came and then you got the iWatch and you got all these other things. Like, all right. I think you had mentioned that about the, I think, I don't know if it was on the Jetsons. You were saying back in, there was a show back in the day. Jetsons, they were, yeah. They, they were had, talking about the watch, like that you could talk to it. Yeah, and Jetsons had like, a watch. Mommy, I can't talk into my Rolex. But <laughs> it, Jetsons had a watch that you could talk into and it, was, it sounded absurd, absurd back then. Yeah. Jetsons was a cartoon from the 90s, I believe, that I used to watch. And Who doesn't know the Jetsons? Maybe some of our younger, younger listeners. Oh, maybe. But okay. we're talking okay. about just the long-term effects of a product. It doesn't have to be the same product that was day one. The mm-hmm. first iPhone that came out, it looks similar to the one we have now, but, but they, went through, the they went through a Small. bunch of iterations mm-hmm. of the same product and changed it so what people liked, so what people didn't like. And sometimes they just Mac. don't care what you like or what you don't like yeah. either. They took you got to be 10 toes down with that, though. <laughs> they took the headphone jack off. They said, we're not giving you a headphone jack. We're going to change the cords on you. We're yeah, not giving you, you cords. that in the box. And mm-hmm. they was like, gonna, you're going to do with it. You're going to do mm-hmm. with it as a customer. So as you create these businesses or these brands or even mm-hmm. side hustles, think about what the iteration is going to be down the line. Don't think about everything from day one. That's yeah. one of the biggest challenges. That's the thing. We try to think about, but what if, but what if, but what if, and all these other things. And it's like, but you didn't even start yet. You don't got a what if. You, there's no reason for you even to think that way yet. Obviously, you want to be a um, a savvy business owner and think through some things, but you can't think of everything. Year five and year one. Yeah. Come on now, people. I but think yeah. in, our, in our cleaning business, I knew we would have people running it, but I didn't know to what extent. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if we'd have a full a person running it full time. I thought we would. Mm-hmm. We have a f- person running it full time. We have staff with her. And then now think about it, you know, five years from today. What, is yeah, it gonna what like? are we going to look like? Yeah, do we, we need made, a marketer. Do we need? Yeah, yeah. Do you need a person doing cold calls? Do you need a closer? Do you need actual, you know, W2 employees? So, mm-hmm. yes, it's great to think about those things long term. But in terms of launching what you need to launch and putting out there what that that initial product is. 
Sometimes it just takes just putting it out there. Absolutely. Sorry. I was trying to hold back a cough. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But once again, anything else to add to that? No, I think we had some some heavy hitters. Um, I think that was it. Some great gems in there. Um, I'm thinking about the last episode. So and I was like, everything is not a gem. <laughs> so let's recap. So we said, if you are a person... And you want to remember that done is better than perfect. So step one was putting it on your calendar, writing it down somewhere. If it's the calendar, if it's the whiteboard, if it's your fridge, wherever you'll see it. Yep. Your phone alarm. Step two was. That was yours. Step two was putting a hard date on it. Mm -hmm. So having a a due date. Uh-huh. On a task. And step three was having an accountability person so that if you don't do it, then you got to do something that makes you uncomfortable. If it's money, if it means going to the gym, if it means whatever it is that you have to do, then do that. Yep. Step four was breaking down that larger goal into smaller yes. chunks. Yes. So that each week, if you know you got to complete this in four weeks, having it broken down week by week so you don't have this large goal at the end. Mm-hmm. I think that was all the good steps. Step five was just getting it done. And done is better than perfect. That's what what it was. But once again, thank you guys for joining us. Please make sure to subscribe, to share, to listen, to write us a comment. We love reading them so we can highlight our listeners on the show. We will say your name and share it out to everyone. Um, Watch us on YouTube. If you're not subscribed there, let us know what else you want us to discuss about. I think we hit on a lot of different topics, but if there's anything that we're missing, please let us know as well. And also, if you have a if you have a tip for procrastinators or people that need to get things done, write in the comments. Drop it, drop it in the comments. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Let's see how we can help people. Something that we miss. We can't think of everything. So, all right. Appreciate you guys being here. See you next week on another episode of the Hard Dog Hustle Podcast. Peace. This has been an episode of the Hard Dog Hustle Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And follow Anthony and Janilka on Instagram at The Hartrimony. That's T-H-E-H-A-R-T-R-I-M-O-N-Y. Keep hustling, baby. Keep hustling, baby. Get that money. Get that money.